Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to talk about um, something that um, I recently got in one of my messages on, it was on Instagram, um, and somebody that has followed my um, furniture flipping content for a long time and um, they actually want to flip furniture or they have already have some pieces just like waiting to be painted or made over or whatever it is that they're wanting to do with it, but they're so scared to start. Um, so I just wanted to kind of talk to any of you that are going through that um, as well. Um, if you've seen any of my content, if you've heard about my Furniture Flipping Academy, you know that I'm passionate about <laughs> this topic and um, it is something that anybody can do. You don't need years of experience. Um, I help coach people in all seasons of life from high school students to retired um, people. So it's just one of those kind of um, things that a lot of people can do, but I know it can be a little bit overwhelming especially now. Um, I always, I, I try to, um, I know that I, I've said this before, but I know that I've gone through my journey the way I've gone through my journey. So now that I can help even more people, but I can't imagine starting this back when, when I started it, social media wasn't what it was today at all. Like back when I started flipping furniture, Pinterest I don't even think Pinterest was around because we I, I started flipping furniture in our first home and I don't um no and I didn't I didn't um I wasn't like on a computer in in that home. I'm just trying to think what I did back in those days <laughs> was I would, you know, look through magazines and things and if I found something I liked, you guys I had binders that were labeled um binders and binders full of inspiration um, that I had found. And so that's how I that's how I found inspiration. Um, I would have like a living room binder and a recipe binder and a, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, um, like a party binder for like entertaining and like a Halloween binder. And yes, I was that person. Um, so back in the day when I started, there was no such thing as social media and, you know, Pinterest and, you know, we are just inundated with information. And so I know it's just so different now from when I started and you see so much information and so many, um, oh, what do I want to say, like ideas and, you know, all of that, that it can be overwhelming and, but I don't want you to be scared. And so I was talking to this person and I'm trying to encourage them and I thought maybe this could be helpful for some of you. So I thought I'd record a podcast about it, but, um, this is a side note, like this is off of my notes, but um, turn off the noise. <laughs> anything you want to start, um, I don't, if it's furniture flipping, if it's anything you want to start, turn off the noise. And by that, I mean, stop picking up your phone. Stop consuming that information and that content that um, I sometimes feel like we get in like this cons consumption, like that's all we do is we consume, we consume, we consume, and we never do. 
right? So if we can just turn off that noise and turn off the consuming, it's going to free up number one time. (laughs) Everybody says, I just don't have time. Well, let's turn off your phone. The three hours you're spending scrolling your phone, there's three hours you could be doing something you really want to do or a goal you, you know, start working towards a goal you really want, like turn off your phone. Um, And so just turn off the noise and stop consuming. Um, You, you know, maybe you have a few people that you love. Um, Since this was about furniture flipping, that's kind of what I'm going to talk about today. But this can be, no matter what it is, (laughs) these these things can kind of help um, across the board. But so you have your favorite, you know, people that you're watching or, or consuming on social media. That's great. You already have enough information to start. You don't need to consume you know, okay, and another week I'm going to watch their stuff again and again, or the new stuff they're putting out. Nope, you already have enough information. You've been watching their stuff and consuming their stuff for long enough that you 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 basically get the gist of whatever it is, right? So turn it off. Set your phone down and make it a goal to start taking steps forward, right? Like just baby steps, whatever it is, just start um, taking some steps forward instead of just consuming more content. Because I think this is totally off my notes. I'm just going with this. It's <laughs> it's here in my head. I think we get so, um, what do I want to say? With so much information coming in all the time. I mean, I even do it too with like recipes and things. And it's like, okay, I just want to, you know, sometimes I get in these cooking slumps where it's like, I just do not want to make another meal for another human being. <laughs> can we just do cheese and crackers for like the next week and just everybody be okay, right? So, but then I'm like, okay, I'm going to find all these, you know, if I'm on TikTok or Instagram, all these recipes, right? And then you're screenshotting them, you're emailing yourself the link, which is what I do, um, you know, and then you have all these things for the next day you're at your computer or the next day you're going through your your um, your phone or your, you know, your screenshots or whatever. And mind you, I have 25,000 cookbooks sitting in my kitchen. Like we, we just need to stop consuming and, and looking for the next best, best thing or the next best idea or the ne- like, and just start doing right. So like I said, this can kind of go across the board with all kinds of things you're struggling with, but furniture flipping was the thing that, um, that they were talking about. And it's something that I'm passionate about. And it's something that isn't, it isn't, it shouldn't be stressful. So I am going to kind of just go through some tips here and some things that um, that will help you and, and things that, um, like me doing this as number one, out of necessity. Then number two, I started selling pieces um, and then that started snowballing. Then I turned, into, turned it into um, that along with my other DIY projects and other things we were doing into my creative days and what it is now. And now I'm coaching people like, Throughout the years, I've been doing this for more than 20 years. Like there's things that really um, I just I want you to think about when you when you keep saying, I'm scared to do it. I'm I'm too nervous to try. I'm too that's a second thing, not on my notes. Let's stop those words and those constant um that thought process. Let's get that out of our head because that's not helping the situation at all either, right? So Number one, take a minute, just take a minute and reflect on what, what sparked your interest in furniture flipping. Like, um, 
was it something you saw? Was it something you, um, like an idea you had? Were you inspired by a piece you saw like in a high-end store and you're like, I could literally, you know, do that for a lot less, which is totally my, that's my game. (laughs) Every time I'm in a store or I see something, it's like, wait a minute, I can DIY that. I can flip that piece of, flip this or that to look like this and save a ton of money. And um, I, I know I can do the work. It's not out of necessity now. I can do the work. So why wouldn't I just do the work, right? And it's also a creative outlet, um, uh, which is something I have to have in my life at all times. If I'm not being creative, I'm bored. I'm just not a happy person. <laughs> so um, is it the... Um, maybe it's something that you're thinking like you've got this hobby. Maybe you've started a few pieces and you you think maybe you could turn it into a business. Um, like what what was the initial thing that was like, oh my gosh, I want to try furniture flipping or um, I think I would really like that or what is it about it that um, that that was your like that sparked that interest? That's what you need to hang on to and that's what you need to keep coming back to because that's what's going to motivate you. Now, you've got that one thing, but then you keep consuming all this stuff, right? And so that's all noise. When you can sit down, reflect on what started your interest in it, that's going to motivate you to take those steps forward that I talked about earlier. So turn off the noise, figure out what sparked that interest, and that's what we're going to hang on to and that's what's going to get us um moving in the forward motion. Um, you know, if, if you remember too, that anybody starts something, um, with, with a passion or a dream, or it's something like you, you started and you like really find out you really like it, right? It's all got to start somewhere. And so keep that in mind. Like that's your foundation, right? That's your foundation and what's going to, what you're going to build on, um, that is going to keep you going. So we've got to remember that. Number two, you recognize fear as a catalyst for growth. So, I mean, I could, I think I've done many podcasts about fear and it's just something that, um, again, (laughs) we all deal with it, right? Like it's a natural feeling, it's a natural thing, but it's also something when you, when you, realize that those um those feelings or whatever i always say like i i and i I, still like in my business or new things that happen i i get that like it's like that my that pit in my stomach and it's like now i try to train myself to say like that means i'm embarking on something new that means that i'm embarking on something that's going to change me on the other side um even if i fail at this i'm going to learn so much um it still every day happens in my business, um, you know, happens in like my personal life with personal goals and things that I want to do. Um, fear is there, it, right? It's there to protect you, quote unquote. But we, we, we can't let it stop us, right? So recognize it, that's fine. But you're just going to grow so much, right? So you being scared to start, totally natural. It's a new thing. You've never done it before. Like you don't know what, you do know what the process looks like. Like you do know what, you know, whatever products and supplies you need. You do know that you've got kind of an eye for this kind of um, makeover process. So you do know all of that, but you actually haven't gone through the motion. So you're scared, right? It's something new, but you're never going to know until you get on the other side, right? So we can't let that fear or I'm just so scared to start stop us in our tracks, right? If it's doing that, then that means it controls us, right? And 
And we don't want to give that control, right? Because there's so much, you know, the grass is greener on the other side of fear. And and, and it could just be, you know, even if it goes terribly wrong, whatever it is, you, you come out on the other side with so much more knowledge than you started with, right? And so, like I said, even in my business now, I do scary things all the time, um, or I, I, I feel, you know, like I'm putting myself out there. And then if something just, it was just, was it like, I can't remember if it was this weekend or if it was last week, I was messaging my team and we actually, there was a blip in one of the systems we used. And so it's something that we didn't know that that was how it was going to go, if that, if that makes sense. Um, but it was like, okay, that's totally fine. We'll get over this. But now we know. And, and that's what I texted her. I messaged her and I said, it's not a failure. It's, we totally learned that. Like going forward now, when that happens, we're going to know that we have to do, you know, A, B, C, and D. So it's, if, if you can train yourself to think that way, trust me, it helps you. It helps you. It helps you. So, um, and you got to get out of your comfort zone. That's another thing that, believe me, I'm the one <laughs> that, um, depending on what it is, but I like to be in my comfort zone. Um, you know, I like change in certain areas of my life, but I also like a lot of control. So I am dealing with that all the time. Um, so getting out of my comfort zone with certain things, then I start getting that anxiety, that pit in my stomach. And that's when I have to do that whole talk like, okay, you know, this is here. It's trying to protect you, but it's not going to stop me. Um, on the other side, it's going to be the grass is going to be greener no matter if it worked or didn't. Um, so so it's just kind of, and believe me, this is years and years, and it's still not easy. It is still not easy. But if you can kind of retrain your thinking and retrain what you're saying to yourself, um, these goals and these things you want to do aren't going to be, you're actually going to, you know, move forward with them. You're not just going to stay in one spot. Um, okay, so, okay, let me just make sure I'm I'm getting through my notes here. So, the next thing um, that I would tell you to do, and this is kind of, um, so you want to educate yourself, right? And so as you educate yourself, you're going to gain confidence. So so like, let's just say like Matt and I, uh, this past weekend, we were trying to use a new tool, a, a new to us tool that we had never used before. We got it out of the box and it just was not working right. So the first thing we do is we go to YouTube and we try to see how, like if somebody had some troubleshooting, you know, like video or, hey, if this didn't work, try this. Or when I was using it, I tried that, right? Like that's gaining, like you're educating yourself. You're kind of getting information on how to do it. You're going to gain some more confidence on, okay, that's how the tool works. Like the, I was totally holding it wrong or I was totally whatever it is. But but you've got to stop there. So when when I said earlier, turn the noise off, right? Instead of just scrolling and consuming you actually consume with a purpose, right? So you want to gain, you know, confidence by educating yourself about that thing, right? So let's just say it's in furniture flipping and you're like, okay, I have this table. It's been sitting out in my garage for a full year because I've been scared to start, but I'm not scared anymore. I'm just going to start, right? <laughs> and so now you're like, okay, I've got to clean the piece. I know that I've heard that over and over again because all I do is consume the information, but now I know I need to clean the piece first. So how do I do that? So um, that's when you go and you educate yourself on that one 
part of it, right? Don't sit and just endlessly scroll or endlessly just watch videos. You, you know, you go to your favorite creators or um, people that you're watching or learning from, and then you get that information, but then you go and do it, right? Knowledge is power, but we live in a world where, um, where there's so much to consume, right? And it's and it's fun and it's entertaining <clears throat> most of the time. If it's not, then you need to unfollow and block people. <laughs> but um, there's so much information out there and there's so much content out there and it's just readily available. So we find ourselves aimlessly just scrolling and losing a half an hour, an hour, two hours a day, whatever it is. So educate yourself to gain that confidence to do something, to start something, right? You want to arm yourself with the information about the techniques, the trends, whatever it is that you're looking to do with your piece, but then but then actually do the thing, right? So turn off the noise, but yet you do want to educate yourself and, and get that information you need that's going to put one foot in front of the other. Um, always start with small projects. I always, I've said that before. Um, and it, it, listen, when in furniture flipping, you don't have to do all of the hand painting and the mixing and blending of colors when you're starting out. Find a table with straight edges, a small end table, not a lot of curves, not a lot of detail, and get yourself some paint <laughs> and just start there. Like don't don't try to start and be all fancy and the you know, the fancy things that you're seeing, somebody that's been flipping for, you know, over 20 years or 10 years or even three years, and you're trying to start off with first project with what they're doing at three years. It's 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 not going to work that way, right? So definitely start off small and start out simple. Um, and then another thing you should do is surround yourself with supportive people. So that's why I started the um, Furniture Flipping Academy uh, is for this reason. So, um, Again, if it's you're trying to grow a business, which has been my thing for the past many years. So I wanted I have joined groups, I've joined masterminds, I've I've hired coaches, like I've done all of that. Um, because I need to be around people that can lead me or support me with what I'm doing, who who get it, who um, you know, mine's mine has been business. So sometimes when I go and talk to Matt, who has no social media, right? He's not trying to grow a business. He doesn't even know what I'm talking about. And so for the first few years, I, I didn't know the importance of surrounding myself with these kinds of people, but I've gotten into groups and it's a game changer. So again, if you're trying to grow a business or you're just trying to do something for yourself, like just personally, surround yourself with people who get it, who are going to support you who are going to cheer you on. If it's friends and family, that's great. But even go beyond that. I, I Just push yourself a little bit. Find a Facebook group. Find some some people on Instagram um, that you can kind of just surround yourself to with, surround yourself with and reach out to when, when you need them. So people that can understand, like I said, what you're going through and relate to your dreams. Um, share your fears with them. That, that was one of my best, like when I started getting into the groups and my, like the masterminds and the, um, like when I was taking courses and things, I could say to people, okay, like we're supposed to be doing this this week, whatever it was. 
I'm freaking out. Like, what do I even do? And for, you know, people to like talk you off the ledge and be like, oh no, it's totally fine. Like, this is what you do. And um, I couldn't do that with Matt. I couldn't talk with Matt about that or, you know, family members or, you know what I mean? Like they would have been like, what are you even talking about? But just to have those people that get it and that you can just, you know, type in, you know, whatever inside the group and say, I'm, I'm freaking out. And then everybody, you know, the people inside to be like, oh yeah, I've been there. Uh, This is what you do. That right there has been worth the money every time (laughs) because I can, especially with like technology and things, I can freak out really fast and like take it, you know, to level 100 when somebody's like, uh, no, you just click here and it's, you know, but that's just me. So, um, another thing too, this is, This is kind of a side note, but when you connect with like-minded individuals, it, it you can also open up opportunities and things that you weren't even thinking about on this little furniture flipping journey that you want to start, right? Um, and that, I'm not going to get into all of that because that's like into like the business side and like just, just like, you know, ways that you can get free paint and you can get paid to, you know, do makeovers and all those kinds of things. But it leads to so much more than just being able to say, I'm freaking out. What do I need to do? Um, so definitely surrounding yourself with supportive people and people that get it is so, so, so helpful. Um, start small, like I said, and take, you know, take baby steps. So, um, don't feel overwhelmed by the magnitude of just starting furniture flipping, right? You have one table that you want to make over and paint red, I don't know, whatever, um, to go in next to your sofa in the living room. That that That's where you need to keep it, right? Like we're just going to keep it in that, that, that box. I have a small end table that I want to paint red to put next to my sofa in my living room. That's it. Don't think furniture flipping. I want to start a business. I want to start flipping for my friends and family. I need to learn how to, you know, stain, wax, you know, hand paint. I need to learn how to spray. I need to buy thousands of dollars worth of tools. No, 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 no. You're just starting right with that one table in your garage that you need to clean, paint, and put next to your sofa in your living room. That's it. And that you can, you can, um, cut it up into manageable steps, right? And that's all you need to worry about, right? I think that we always get, you know, depending on on lots of things, it's not just this, but like we get 17 steps ahead and it's like, no, wait a minute. I just have this little table. Like, can we just start here? Can we just stay here? Um, Stay here. Don't get overwhelmed. Um, And then it will, you'll see the process. You'll kind of see how things work and, um, you won't get overwhelmed and and you will love the process a lot more. Does that make sense? So like, it's not like you're going to quit before you even start. Um, If you're on step 17, you may quit before you even start and celebrate each little achievement, right? So it's like, um, let's just say for that table, you cleaned it, You, you, you found a way to clean it and like celebrate that step. You did it, right? It wasn't that bad. Everybody survived the table still standing, celebrate that. When you scuff sand it, right? You learned now how to turn the sander on, how to put sandpaper on it, how to scuff sand, the difference between, you know, sanding grits, whatever it is, celebrate that right there. I always say if I can learn one new thing every day, and for me, that's usually like a technical thing that will make my life and my job easier. So if I can learn how to, you know, whatever it is, um, 
on the computer or on my phone and be like, oh my gosh, I, why I've been doing it the hard way every day or forever. And this is all I had to do. Like I need to, I celebrate those. Like I get excited about those. Like that makes me happy. Like I feel like my whole day is done and like has been like a success. If I can just learn a new trick or just like a new way to do something or, um, like I get excited about that. Same thing with furniture flipping. At each step of the process, celebrate it. Get excited about it. You're one step closer to just doing more projects or to getting to that goal that you want to do. I kind of I kind of touched on this next one. Embrace failures as learning opportunities. Like that's everywhere in life. And believe me, I have not not only in, you know, like my furniture flipping like projects and that's how I've learned and Matt and I have learned so much over the years is because we failed over and over again. Um, so you, and they're not failures if they're, if you're learning something from them. So the reason you failed, just always think there's a reason for this. There's always a reason for something is because you needed to learn something. You needed to do something in a different way. Um, so it, 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 it failure or mistakes or not working out the way you thought it would. It just, it brings insights that can help you refine the next time or refine, you know, the technique next time or whatever it is. So um, don't look at them as failures. You're learning. And when I say in furniture flipping, especially if you're painting a piece of furniture, it is paint. It is my favorite DIY tool because you can change it. You can sand it back down. You can um, paint it a different color. You can get rid of some. If you have brush strokes, there's way to get rid, get ways to get rid of that. Um, so you can definitely. It, it's just paint. So don't so don't worry about it. Set realistic goals. Um, that's another thing. Like don't say. I want to start for flipping furniture and then you're you're going in to do a whole bedroom set and your dining room table and chairs. I'm going to tell you this right now. Chairs are a beast. They are a beast. It's one of the um, pieces of furniture that um, anybody I'm coaching and they'll get like their first custom order come in, come in. And why is it always tables and chairs? <laughs> because I mean, you need to be charging a good price for those because they are a beast, right? All the little spindles and things. But do not start out that way. Um, you want to set realistic goals, start out small, start out just for yourself, like just do a couple pieces for yourself, or even just go to the thrift store and try and find small pieces, even if it's just like a wood box or something. Bring that home so you can just, you know, start put, applying paint on it and sanding it and just kind of see how those tools and things work. Um, but you want to uh, make sure that you're setting realistic goals uh, and and just just stay simple. Just stay simple. Um, so yes, yeah, so I hope this is helpful. Um, I know a lot of people, uh, they see it being done, but then they're so scared to start it. And it's the one thing where I'm like, you can do this. I'm not kidding. Like, you really can do this. Just if you, if you, some of these tips will be are super helpful. Um, if you just think about things in a different way, um, we start, stop consuming and we start doing. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest ones that keeps people from starting um, it at all. But but yeah, so let me know if you are somebody that struggles with this. Let me know if this podcast was helpful. If it was helpful, um, you know somebody that could use the information, please share it. I always appreciate when you share it. 
Um, and if you have any other questions, reach out to me. Uh, you can email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram at mycreativedays. Um, if there's something else you're struggling with, uh, I would love to chit chat with you and help you as well. So definitely reach out to me. But until next time, start doing, stop consuming and start your first project. Hello friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.